So um, we just missed a buxom elf. I did not miss her. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel did not miss the buxom elf. This is drunk cast number one from from where are we? Grizzly Peaks. No, no. We're not. Oh, it's Lake no, Geneva. No, Lake Geneva. We're in Lake Geneva. I'm here with my good friend. Daniel from Bandits Keep, say Woo. hi. Hey, this is Daniel from Bandits Keep. This is this is this episode is really only for the for the for the real fans. Oh, is, is this a, is this gonna be like Patreon? It's gonna be, so a, gonna be a Patreon special. Can I say something that's like not appropriate? Yeah, go on. I'm wondering as she was walking by if the size of the ears are <laughs> <laughs> have any ratio to the other body What's parts. The size of the feet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what they say: big ears, big feet. They do say that. They do say that. So, um, so we're both. Well, actually, I don't. I think Daniel's actually not as not drunk. I think he's oh, no. just a little bit tipsy. Really? I don't know. Are you? Well, how, is that more offensive or less offensive? I don't know. No, do... no, I'm not implying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm more drunk than you are, and my voice is definitely going. I mean, what was? We've only run four games, four hours, four, four hours, hours, four hours, and both of both of our voices are going about. Mine's definitely going more. That's correct, because you know you have to yell at these people at cons. Yeah, yeah. These these people that what what can you hear? But speak up. <laughs> Like, I've got to keep yelling at you. Yeah, right. It's like, pay attention. <laughs> so, so, Daniel, uh, yes. I, I've already told our loyal listeners about, about the game, <laughs> the game that I ran today. So, uh, so, can you tell us about the Bandits game games that you've run today? Oh, yes. Bandits keep games. Bandits keep games. So, I ran OD&D with Chainmail. Wow. What I call the, uh, the Eldridge Blade. So it's basically, you take some OD&D characters that are already weak anyways, you give them like a third of the equipment they're supposed to have, and you put them in there, and, and then they're like, hold on, I don't even have a weapon yet. Well, guess what? You better find one. <laughs> what, they go in with just a butter knife? No, well, it, it depends on which character. I'm like, make sure you pick the right character. You're in here for three days. One person didn't take any rations. I'm like, you don't have any rations. You're, de- you're dead. So you, you basically starved to death. Basically, I've had, I had people eating beetles <laughs> right from the very beginning. That's really funny because in my game I had someone eat a cockroach. <laughs> Perfect. But it was an NPC, so. Oh no, no, this was player characters and giant beetles. Wow! Oh, a giant beetle. Well, so so did you? Okay, so in your. Can I ask you a question about that? Go on. All right, so when I think of a giant beetle, right? I think of a beetle that is giant. Six foot. Six oh no, no, feet. see, I don't. So that's oh. what I was gonna say. A lot of people think that, right? Because oh, yeah. I said, oh, there's giant ants, and they're like, oh my god, I'm like, well, they're like two feet long. And they're like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is a giant ant, but it's not exactly the thing that's going to make you shit your pants, isn't it? Unless there's a lot of them. <laughs> okay, unless there's a lot of them. Yeah, well, actually, ants are pretty nasty, even yeah. at small size. So if, yeah. if they're fire ants, yeah, yeah. Well, it, well, they went through this door. They were shrunk to really small. Oh, yeah. And uh, right away, they were like, I think we're shrunk. And then they still spent the next, like, almost hour wandering around to see if they were actually shrunk. <laughs> Before they went back through the door to get back to full size. So what, you, what you're saying is, your players just really didn't didn't kind of nail it. They didn't. No, they nail nailed it. it. They were hilarious. Oh, they, they did nail it. Okay. Oh, they were totally into it. So um, well, there was only two deaths. One pretty early on, and once at the end. So you failed. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but well, the, the thing was, you had to get a magic sword, and two people played clerics. <laughs> Don't you know clerics can't use swords? <laughs> Well, come on. Is that in the uh, is that in, in the in the trailer for the game that you that you need to get magic clerics swords? don't use swords? Yeah, that's true. Well, it's called rest, it's called recovering the Eldritch Blade. Oh, I see. I see. So I see. 
I mean, maybe it was like maybe it was like a razor or something that you shave with the Eldritch. <laughs> or the, or you maybe know, you get really blade. close, like a super close. Or maybe it was like a like a handsome man. He was a blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just a yeah, a bit of a rapscallion. But um, um, but yeah. So you ran OD and D, but you also played in the game. Tell us about the game you played. I did. I also played in Rocket Ships Exclamation Point, <laughs> which was based on a the Flash Gordon 1940s, and it was a miniatures game. Where we moved little, basically they were erasers. Oh right, right, shaped like spaceships. Not, not even fi- lead, lead figures. No, no, they weren't. No, no, the the big battleships were three D printed, but all the rest were erasers. And yeah, it was fun. Sounds <laughs> was awesome. a little bit boring. I've got to say, well, I sounds a little bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't eat the miniature and you don't get some kind of poisoning, it's not. Yeah, oh, that's no, it was true. actually really fun. So, so, uh, so what? It's like a mass combat game, right? So, so, well, we had like eight or ten people playing, and you control a certain number of spaceships, and then there's like the movement phase, and everybody moves around and they shoot each other, and yeah, it's pretty good. I didn't die, so I I remember as quite a young uh, lad trying trying to play Starfleet Battles. Did you ever play Starfleet Battles? It was the unbranded, non-copyright infringing version of Star Trek. Um, But it was purely about about spaceship combat. So they had all the classic spaceships from Star Trek. They had the... um, you know the 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 NCC, NCC whatever it is the Enterprise the, the Federation ships they they had the uh, Vulcan Warbirds they had the um, the other ones the, what were the other I don't know I can't remember Star Trek the only but, thing I know about Star Trek is that Captain Kirk fought that like lizard man guy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> fucked or fought? Both. But it's, it's with with Kirk. It's one or the other. Right. It's one of the Fs. Um, but um, but um, it it was a good game. But I think we were too young to really grasp the rules because basically each you you had a uh, like a sector map where your hex map where your your you can move your spaceships. But each of you also had like a, a sheet with your ship on it with all the weapons and shields and armor. And so whenever you got hit by a photon torpedo or a laser cannon, it, it could like damage one of your shields or, or get through some of your armor and affect one of your drives. This or... was not that. No. This, no. this was nothing like that. Okay. It, it, take all that crunch stuff away. <laughs> That's what this game was. <laughs> it was just... It was just like dots in space. Right, basically. And, and we just played on a tablecloth. Okay. We had rulers. And I'd never played in a miniatures game before. It was really fun, actually. I mean, it was a fun thing to do. I've, he- I've heard that they're really tedious. But if yeah. you had fun... There was moments where it was. But there was also cool periods where, like... They did an initiative in a really interesting way. You roll your initiative. And uh-huh. then the, the worst initiative moves first. No. Yes. Okay. The but, best but initiative fire first. Right. Best initiative. Best initiative shoots first, and so you go in reverse. So basically, if you if you got the best initiative, everybody else moves their ships first, then you move wherever you want and you fire right away. Okay. Game really gamistically right. to to coin a, a word that makes total sense. But yeah. but in real terms, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, people don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody was confused until we did it, and they were like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. And you figured it out. Because if you were the first one to move, like, you wrote a shitty initiative, you're like, what am I supposed to do? Where do I put my ship? 
and then of course wherever you put it, everybody killed you. So. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but for, uh, in terms of game mechanics, it's good. But right. in terms of simulating some re something real, it's well, I guess nonsense. the idea is that if you're really fast and you see where everybody else is moving, and you yeah. get to the right spot. Uh, that's true. I mean, I guess that's the idea. Because honestly, we spent 20 minutes going around the table to move ships around. It's supposed to be a couple seconds, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. I'm not justifying anything. Yeah, my, you're, my, you're not trying. You're not. You're not. You're not trying to sell this game. No, man. but I will say it was pretty fun, and I was part of the Earth Fleet, and we won. Good. And our slogan was "Up Earth." Up Earth, up your and Earth. And the other crew was from Uranus, and theirs was <laughs> up, Uranus. up Uranus. Yeah. So perfect, you know. perfect. Uh, so we just uh, caught the tail end of Satine Phoenix's wedding. Yes, it was lovely. It was lovely. Uh, the bride was beautiful with her long ears. She did. Her ears were yellow. Now I wonder. No, <laughs> not appropriate. <laughs> She I, I believe you can find out online, <laughs> so you don't need to wonder. But um, that's really inappropriate. Uh, but um, I'm glad you said that. Let me see how that works. But uh, I, I, you know, as my loyal listeners who would have already heard today's episode, you know, I had an amazing time running uh, King in Yellow. Um, I, I think one thing I'd like to get your thoughts on is is how cool is Gary Khan? Gary Khan is the coolest. It is the coolest, isn't it? There's, there's a very, there's a, like a camaraderie here and it's small enough that, like I was saying this last night, we played this dwarven drinking game I was telling you and I'm guarantee you people that we interacted with, we're going to see here. You're nodding heads of people that you were drinking with, whatever. But like, you go to Gen Con, which is cool, you don't see people again. You're playing a game with them, they're gone. Yeah, you'll never see them again yeah. ever in the entire lifetime no, of the actually, universe. No, actually, I think they killed people after. Yeah. <laughs> You see, uh, yeah, so I'm literally scared of, of Gen Con. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm scared of Gen Con. Um, but I, I, I'm, I love Gary Con. I think this time round, I, I, I'm loving it even more. I loved it the first time round. Yeah. I, I think this is my place. This is my people. Even though it's not my people, they feel like they're my people, if you know right. what I mean. Sure. What I mean is, I'm not the same generation as a lot of them. You're like trying the to say younger you're younger ones. than they are. No, no, I'm old. No, you're so somewhere in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle. Right, like there's a lot the, of old, the old guys. There's a lot of really old guys yeah, and right, a lot of young. Right. Like we're somewhere in the middle, That's and we're right. not like we're we, 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 we weren't writing D and D in Lake Geneva in 1978. No, we're, we're not, not that old, no. but we're not like 28 year olds like with our pointy ears. That's right. So, but at the same time, at the same time, I feel like it's my people. I, I agree. I, I think it's it's very welcoming. This is a, I would recommend this con. I would totally, but not to too many because we don't want it to grow to the point where right. we'd have to move to a different place. Because I got to say, as a venue, I think this is great as no, well. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know Gen Con. Gen Con must be a, a fucking crazy, it's insane. Crazy. Like cattle market, like it's just yeah. just herds, giant herds of wildebeest moving across the. <laughs> I plains. think it's something you have to you should try to experience once, just because it's a mess. It's an awesome mess, but a mess. It's like tons of people, just like you said, everywhere. The game hall where you like look at to buy stuff is a full day by itself. Like you just like, there's just people set up. Like I when I went the last time, I played Pendragon, I played card games. There's just all these awesome vendors there. Here we have awesome vendors, but it's smaller. You know, so I did the, the gem vendor hall in two hours. Daniel, I never knew this about you. You've played well, Pendragon. Oh yeah. Is that the only time you've played Pendragon? It is. Yeah. I'm really tempted to get the new edition of Pendragon. And I'd love to run it 
I just don't know whether it would work because it needs a very, it seems like it needs a very particular mindset. Like you got to be a knight. You got to act as a knight. Otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And, it, and it's right. It's not D&D. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, which, is, which isn't a bad thing, but. Yeah, when we played, I think we like went and like the the village was being overrun by bear, like a bear. So we had to go kill a bear. Like that's not you know, but but there was a lot going on. You had to be a knight, like you said. You interact with people, and you and, and they you, have this you whole be like, noble, generational thing. You gotta, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then they have that balance. If you look at it at all, it's pretty cool. No, I've never read any of the rules. Yeah. I just I, I've heard about it, and to me, it seems like the kind of medieval fantasy that I would really somehow get into, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, it seems really cool. You, you play through each adventure. is supposed to be, like, the main thing you did that one year. And then you have, like, downtime. So, it's like, it goes on for generations. You have multiple characters. But you can do things, like, if you're very passionate about, like, uh, you know, supporting your liege or whatever, then you can use that to your advantage. So, all that's it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, and then, and then, and then you see if your horse dies. Right, right. <laughs> If your horse dies, you're fine. I remember my character hated Saxons. So everything I did, I was like, I want to dig a hole here. And I hate Saxons. And I was like, all right, well, you can use that. <laughs> Screw those Saxons. I'm digging a hole. Those goddamn Saxons. Right. I, I don't know why I hated Saxons, but I did. They're like QAnon for like, the Middle Ages. But, but um, yeah, so Pendragon. And you know there's a new edition coming out. I didn't know that, but I have the old one. And I have Paladin. Which is what a Pendragon version in France where you play uh-huh. Charlemagne's paladins. Right. Yeah. I thought... I thought that... What's his name? Invented paladins. They're a real, they were a real French That knight. is my understanding, yeah. Okay, because it's in Three Hearts and Three right, Lions. Right, and he becomes the paladin. Ah, that's what he discovered in the end. I see. That's my understanding. Paul, Paul Anderson, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not, Paul Anderson does not become a paladin. No, he doesn't. But the he character, wrote, the guy Anderson. that like, sleeps with the yeah, elves and stuff. Yeah. He was I, kind of a shitty paladin in D&D. Jones. He was a really, yeah. But that troll fight at the end yes, is the troll amazing. Fight made the book amazing. You gotta forget fuck the rest of it, the troll fight. I've already spoken about this on, on Grizzly Peaks. Uh, on Expedition. The dragon so. The Dragon was like, yeah, Well, was, you throw a bag of water, water. in. I mean <laughs> that, that, on the dragon it does. Do not do that. Right. If you're playing A D and D, don't do that. It won't do anything. You'll right. just get burned. Possibly summon a water elemental in its mouth, but don't just Okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. That's high roll. I like that. So uh, was that the? I'm gonna say, that's what I was talking about. Okay, did, that's did, did, did yeah. I just saw. I just saw the. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for those of you that aren't here, just imagine, imagine Bilbo Baggins with boobs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is so dead on. <laughs> It's somehow super appealing. <laughs> Sorry, oh I, I this was a drunk cast. Maybe I should put like a warning on this you before probably. we start. Um, so, so, so Daniel, uh, we are not scheduled actually no. to play any games together, oh, are no, we? No. You're just trying to avoid me. Is that? No. Is that? Well, I already played in uh, some of your games. I know and you I are know. running. I know fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not. I'm and not. you wouldn't. You wouldn't allow me to bring my <laughs> my half tiefling, <laughs> half mushroom man, <laughs> monk assassin paladin. If you, you, I swear, I rolled all you, the. You, you found you found the ultimate multi class, the monk assassin paladin. 
You take three levels of monk, <laughs> then you take seven levels of paladin, yep. and then you take ten levels of assassin. That's right. Boom. That is the best multi-class. You're there. Just take our word for it. We have no <laughs> idea what that will make, but believe us, that is the best multi-class. You know, there's a, a podcast where people do that. It's quite a popular one. Uh, it's called... Um, Something or right, other. Right. You know, it's funny. You recommended this to me a long time ago, and I listened to it, and it was hilarious. Yeah, because it's so Cause they annoying. They build like wrestlers. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Oh, it's a cool, yeah. Yeah, where, where they basically they they've got it and they've worked out exactly at what point you have to switch your multiclass right. to get the maximum. It's like you're gonna make Batman. This is how you yeah. do it. You go four <laughs> levels of rogue. I think if I learned anything in that podcast is the first level. First level is rogue. rogue. Always take rogue. <laughs> you always take rogue yeah. first level. Yeah, and the reason is because you get the skills. Yep, you get the and skills. then you don't lose them. That's right. You don't lose them. So, Daniel, to wrap up, please give me some advice. I'm running right. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow for for probably a group that have serious intent in winning D and D. Nope. Because it's a tournament, right? Right. right. That's a tournament. So, <laughs> so what? Give me some advice, Daniel. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I gotta say. So what I usually do when I see new players for AD&D, I say, Have you ever read the Dungeon Master's Guide? <laughs> And as soon as they raise their hands and say they have, you throw they're it. dead. They're out. They're, they're out. out. <laughs> You're not allowed to read that. You're out of the game. You lose. You have lost the indie. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, that's that. Okay, one. Yeah. Tip one. All right. Tip two. No paladins. <laughs> no paladin. There's a paladin in the party. Oh, no. Fuck him. Yeah. Right. No, uh, so I kill him. Yeah, yeah. Right straight away. off as kill well. That okay. Right kill away. the paladin right away. None of that. None of that. Right. Yeah, and I never let any, uh, any kind of clerics in the party. There's two ninth-level oh, clerics. Yeah, see, too powerful. Yeah. yeah, they can raise the fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. Half-orc fighters. That's all I allow. <laughs> <laughs> they can only get up to tenth level. And they have to have like a five charisma. <laughs> so, um, what I do like about it is it actually gives you rules for 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 uh, for coming back from the dead in this in this adventure. So, um, what, what, and this made me laugh a lot. It said, uh, raise dead, raise dead, uh, if it's used on one of the characters, right. um, they come back with one hit point. Yeah. I think that's That seems fair. Their, their constitution is lower by one. Yeah, yeah. Just and one? Just, yeah. Permanently. Permanently, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here's the kicker. <laughs> they are completely, um, in, uh, like, immobile can't do anything for a day only one day yeah but the adventure only lasts six hours <laughs> so what i love about that <laughs> is like, that you, you can come back but you're basically you're in a wheelbarrow right they're so, gonna have to push you around in a fucking wheelbarrow and 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 also just to make it really good you've forgotten all your spells <laughs> and you can't learn them again so that's perfect. So you're in a wheelbarrow. It's like that's what the cleric take. That's what the cleric gets for trying to waste <laughs> that high level spell slot on a raised dead. Don't you know how easy it is to re-roll a character? Come on. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. No, that sounds really good. I actually, on a serious note, not that that wasn't serious. <laughs> I've always wanted to play in a tournament. I think they're so interesting. Whenever I get a module that has a tournament rule. Well, you know back, what? Just turn up tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was our, our server. Very uh, nice. Small yeah. ears. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, turn up and uh, you got a game haven't you yeah. 
You should just, uh, I'm running a game, and maybe I'll just kill all my players early. Kill your players really early yeah. and turn up because I tell you what, it's going to be fun because I have no fucking idea what I'm going to be doing. And, um, and I've got to get... So normally, so I was reading it and I was thinking, if I was running this in a home game, it would take me two months to run right. <laughs> I've got four hours, so... But isn't that the idea of tournaments? Is they never make it through? I, that's what I thought. And I said, dude, there's 99 pages here. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, no, I've run it many times. They should, a good party should be able to get through it. I'm saying, not when I'm playing. No, not when I'm running it, definitely mate. Definitely not. I'm going to be role-playing the fuck out of yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Thing. What the <laughs> My adventure today went for four hours. We almost went over. It was four pages. And one of those pages was just describing the sword that they never got. Fantastic. The fantastic. Having said that, today in my King of Yellow, I did get them through the, the whole of Arkham Asylum and, and, and have a, an interlude in a graveyard, get them to Paris in the catacombs and face down the King in Yellow. So, boom. Can be done. I feel like Hastur gets a bad rap. Hastur definitely gets a bad rap. He just wants to hug you. Exactly. <laughs> just wants to hug you it's a nice little hug so Daniel um, uh, hopes for the last for the next three days well I hope that my players have a good time in my games so kind I hope my players die screaming yes well that's a good time yeah well Um, tomorrow is my most risky of all the games because it's a four hour game that requires completely on player role playing oh really so if I get a dead table this game's gonna be like 20 minutes long so so what what is that so it's called The Fire Giant's Daughter. It was written for second edition. The module itself, fucking terrible. But I took the idea of it that you, it's basically you read The Frost Giant's Daughter. Yeah. So you get brought into this, uh, this uh, you know, led forward by this young Frost Giant, or Fire Giant. But then in this module, you have to challenge the family to contests, which in second edition AD&D, you just roll proficiency checks, which is fucking lame <laughs> so instead I created a whole bunch of contests but if they do not role play this will be over really quickly or huh. if I get the murder hobo party that wants to fight the giants then they're just they're gonna out. get their asses handed they're just gonna be yeah. they're gonna be uh, pate exactly there are five fire giants and it's a fourth level party so Daniel I wanna play in one of your games this weekend so let me let's look at our schedules yes uh, I'm playing morning so if you're running an afternoon game I'm running mornings. If you're playing a late afternoon game, I could... I could. Yeah, you know what would be fun? I don't know if you can get into Sunday's game. In Sunday's game, I put a first-level party against a dragon. Okay. It's a large party, but still. How many? Well, it's each, each player, the six players, each player gets four characters. Oh, I see. So it's like a funnel, but it's not like a funnel. Oh, the guy it. that says, I don't like funnels. Well, I'm doing it differently. That's why I would like to play it for you. <laughs> All right, with that, I will sign off. Thank you all for listening to this bullshit. And we will, we, I, will, I, will, I will record a more sober episode tomorrow. Say goodbye, Daniel. Yes, goodbye, Daniel.